0: play ball. Okay, okay, Blue Jays, Blue Jays, let's let's play Blue ball. Okay, okay, Blue Jays, Blue Jays. let's, let's play, play ball.
1: Hello and welcome back to the Blue Jays Way podcast. I am your host Curtis Martin, and as always, I am joined by my lovely co-host. Semi-depressed co-host, Tyler Prosick. Tyler, how's it going?
2: You freaking nailed that one. Semi-depressed, more like fully depressed after yesterday. That was terrible. Um, the Jays suck right now. You know, they're probably the streakiest team in baseball. And you know what? You know, you know what makes me even more mad is that their offense is still like in the top 10 of like every category. And yet we are floating on the cusp of a I mean, we're in a wildcard spot right now, but we're floating in the race of the wild card with the Baltimore freaking Orioles. <sighs> Anyways, how are you?
0: Oh,
1: you know, I guess I can't complain. I mean, the Jays suck, but that's fine. Okay, I, I want to start off with a bombastic take.
2: Okay, that was a good
1: word. Continue. I mean, we're in journalism. We got to pull up the thesaurus every once in a while. That's facts um but is this the Jays team like we keep on waiting this year for the Jays to really break out and be the team
2: that we thought they were but is this what this team is you know what I've I I, that's like exceptional question because I ask myself that all the time and I feel like we're getting great years from individuals. Chapman's having a great year. He's having a good offensive year and he's having, obviously he's always good on defense. Um, Danny Jansen, although sidelined by injuries, has some power this year, I guess. That's great. Vladdy's, Vladdy, there's nothing different there. He's doing great. Espinal is an all-star. is an all-star. They're both still playing, you know, like not awful. They're playing good baseball. Um, Kevin Biggio's played well this year and in, in the time that he has played, Ryan Tapia has played well, so many great individual performances. And when you look at our bullpen, I'm looking at the baseball, uh, seven page right now, our bullpens, you know, pretty, pretty good. It's not terrible, but it's not fantastic. It's just, it's good. Our starting pitching is not, it's just bad. And that's what it all comes down to. I think everything that we thought about this team is true the offense is great the defense like we thought is great the bullpen is improved it's not perfect but it's improved and we thought the starting pitcher was going to be perfect and or not perfect but you know a great five-man rotation ryu goes down kikuchi sucks barrio sucks from for half his starts that's what it comes down to man like i was saying this in in the blue jay center chat yesterday shout out blue jay center and uh This year comes down to Brios and Kikuchi. If both of them pitch to their, you know, career averages, let's say, because Brios is one of the best pitchers in baseball when he's, you know, playing his average self, he's, you know, getting a 350 ERA, something like that and striking out a ton of guys, it's just not happening. He'll strike out 13, one start and next five days later, he's, you know, letting 13 runs. Like it's just, Ridiculous. And then Kikuchi is just given opportunity after opportunity after opportunity. When your team's supposed to be winning hundred games, you can't have this guy in your starting rotation. Like it's just getting embarrassing at this point. And you know, if Barrios doesn't figure this out, we're screwed for the next six years because we just signed him to a flat <laughs> contract. So it comes down to starting pitching. And I did not think I was going to be saying this, uh, you know, at this point in the season, but God damn do I miss Qianjin Ryu. Like, holy moly, I miss five innings of a decent start. I don't even care if he lets three, four runs every game, as long as it's not six or seven or eight. It's brutal. It's brutal. I I think starting pitching is what it comes down to at the end of the day. The offense has been, you know, from, from what it looks like, they're streaky, but they're still one of the best offensive teams in baseball. Put us in a playoff series. I'm taking the Jays lineup over anyone else's besides maybe the Dodgers. It's just, it's pretty embarrassing. And, and if we if we do squeak into the playoffs, anything can happen. Look at the, the Braves last year. You know, they, they won 80-something, 80 86 games, 85 games, and they won the World Series. Get in, anything can happen, but it's about getting in first. I do believe we're going to get in, but, uh, man, does it look tough right now. I don't know.
1: I'm just gonna leave that out there. I don't know if they're gonna make it end. See, the race is like, interesting. Like, okay, let me put you like this. Usually, when you're like in the wild card race, I'd rather be the team that's hot to end the season than the team that's plummeting to end the season. And we're talking about teams that are getting hot. It's the Rays and the Orioles right now. The Rays are getting reinforced. The Rays just well. swept the Yankees. Yeah. And the Orioles are arguably one of the hottest teams in baseball right now since the all-star break yeah so you know and the jays have arguably been one of the worst teams since the all-star break in baseball they're playing below average baseball and so at what point do we also have to go back and look at the decisions made by ross atkins at the deadline not enough like, it's the second year in a row. Like, you could have added more bullpen help next year to make the, for them to make it to the playoffs. Didn't happen. They they missed out on the playoffs because of it. And we could see a similar thing this year, but only with the starting pitching. Like, there was guys out there that the Jays could have acquired. Noah Syndergaard, um, Frankie Montez on a little bit of a higher market scale.
2: but Carlos Rodon was out there, too.
1: Carlos Rodon. There was many, Drew Smiley, like, there was many names that could have been brought in. And the Jays brought in a fringe MLB player as their only starting pitcher.
2: Credit to Mitch White, though. He's he's pitched well in his first two starts, Jays.
1: He's pitched fine. But still, this doesn't make up for the fact that, A, Brios, shout out to uh, Tim and Friends, because... Jose Brios is ranked last among qualified starters in the MLB with a 5.16 ERA this season. He's one of the worst pitchers in baseball right now.
2: His fastball is horrendous.
1: And then Kikuchi.
0: What do we even have what, to say what do we even point? say about Kikuchi? Yeah. Can
1: we even we can't even throw him out there again? Like we're yeah. at a point where it's like I'd almost rather see someone from AAA come up and give them a shot.
2: Speaking of which, I mean, I I don't want to get too far off topic with what we're talking about. It's great, great back and forth. I I love that we can do this. Um, Julian Merriweather is cruising in his rehab right now, like absolutely cruising. It is insane. I think I saw he was up to 99 on the fastball, I think yesterday. He had a one, two, three inning with only 10 pitches or something like that. We could use that. We could use that right now.
1: But again, that's he's not stretched out to be a starter right now. No,
2: no, but you know if you get that extra bullpen help and you know Kikuchi, I don't don't care where he goes at this point. Triple A, the bullpen, I I don't care. It doesn't matter. DF, no, on on to my friends.
1: A lot of people were like, they should be DFAing Kikuchi.
2: Who knows what's gonna happen? It okay. Is this the Jays' worst move in the Ross Atkins era? What you think Kikuchi? It has to be, right? The only the only Besides, other name like
1: maybe Kendris Morales, that
2: signing. I would say Tanner Roark is up there as well. But they didn't give him any money or term. Yeah, it was two years, not three. I mean it's one year, but it's big difference. And
1: if I'm not mistaken, they barely gave him like they didn't even give him as much money as they gave Kikuchi.
2: I think it was like eight million or twelve million or something.
1: So like that's like, yeah, Kikuchi's definitely worse than Roark, but I think Kendris Morales might be the only other one that You you point to, but I don't know. I just think that, like, and also, can we also talk about the fact that it just, it took two weeks for this team to reverse back to what they were after the the managerial change?
2: Yeah, I I think that goes, like,
1: everyone was like, oh, John Schneider is going to be the Blue Jay Whisperer. He's going to get them to play, like, unreal baseball. Arguably, they're playing worse defensive baseball now than they were under Charlie Montoya.
2: Yeah, th- this is why the manager changed before it happened. When I said, I don't think they're going to do it. I don't think they're going to do it. It's exactly why I said, I don't think they're going to do it because it's not going to change much. Like maybe it'll, it'll give a little bit of a culture change. But other than that, like John Schneider can't play the game for them. They have to win games. They have to perform and they're not performing. And that's what it's been all year. It was never Charlie's fault that they weren't playing to the standard we wanted them to, or that they should be playing at. It's, you know, some guys are underperforming. And speaking of which, what do you think about John Schneider, uh, you know, putting his fist down and putting Bo in the sixth spot?
1: seventh spot and let you last night. Se-
2: seven spot. Right, right. But I don't
1: know. Is that really putting his fist down?
2: Yeah, maybe because not. Maybe...
1: If he, Putting his fist down is benching him.
2: Yeah, I guess. I don't I don't know. Like how does how does Bo season this year? How do you think that reflects the possibility of an extension? I bet you he won't sign anything until at least after next year. Because he's well, he, if he, you're the Jays, you're trying to sign him on an extension this offseason. Yeah, but the thing is, now how are you gonna play around with that? Because what if this is what if his first year was it? What if that's all Bo gives you and the rest of his career is? This. Do you think that's going to be the case? I I don't think so, but that's what the Jays have to think about. Like what it what are what do we do from here? It's it's really the off season is going to be so. I know we're we're not even at the playoffs yet, but if you think about that and what they might have to decide to do, you know, do do they offer him something big? Do they not? Like I don't know, it's insane. Hot
1: take. I think one of either Jose Barrios or. But Bichette will be
2: traded this off season. I don't think Barrios because he just signed that fat deal, but maybe, maybe Bichette if there's something out there. But who knows? I think one of them will be gone. Who knows? It's gonna. be. Oh my goodness! I don't know. Depending on how the season shakes out as well. If we make the playoffs, nobody's going anywhere.
0: Mm.
1: I don't. Think I think. So. I think there's at least for me personally, there's bigger expectations in playoffs. Oh well, yeah.
2: Yeah, I don't know. It's it's interesting. Speaking of if playoffs,
1: they, they went around. They're safe. Yeah, I think if they just make the playoffs and get blown out.
2: Right now we're matched up. I think. Well, I saw it this ends, yesterday. I don't know if it's still the same. It's against the Guardians. I think it's against Seattle. Let
1: me double check. Anyways, say what you're gonna say while I'm looking that up.
2: I don't even. Oh yeah, speaking of playoffs. The playoff team in in the AL East, the New York Yankees, are terrible. And it is awesome. It is finally good to see that they – I don't want to say weren't as good as we thought they were because they're still a great team. But they have weaknesses. They have holes. Well, they're injured. Yeah. No, but every team gets injured. That's the thing. So it's it's about how you replace your injured players. And uh, it's really interesting to see – you know i feel like what the last 3 what 3 4 weeks have shown us since the all-star break is that the yankees aren't unstoppable they have holes and that that's what my point is when people are freaking out about the jays like oh no the jays like who cares if we get in our starting pitching can't blah 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 get in anything can happen that's why the mlb playoffs in my opinion is the best playoffs cuz if you're in absolutely anybody can win and I really, I really, really think if the Jays can get in, they can do like serious damage in the playoffs. I don't know. I also thought they'd win a hundred games this year. So
1: what the hell do I know? But so right now we're going to Seattle to play the Mariners in a three game series. Yeah. I mean, do you feel confident facing uh, Luis Castillo, Robbie Ray
2: and Logan Gilbert? I don't know. The the Jays always seem to be terrible offensively against the most nobodies. Like, who was it? Dean Kramer or whatever his name was last night just carved us up after Vladdy hit a home run. He carved us up. Seven Ks, I think he had or something like that, or five Ks. I don't know. But uh, I feel like the high velocity – because the Jays hit high velocity well, and Castillo, Ray, and Gilbert are all pretty high velocity. So – I don't know. I I think I'd feel pretty good about a series with Seattle, but then again, they swept us a while ago, but who knows? I, I, I do think no matter who the Jays match up with in the wild card, because yes, I still believe we're getting in the wild card. I think they have, you know, a really good shot. Like I said, like with that lineup, I'm taking the Jays lineup over absolutely anyone except maybe the Dodgers.
1: Just to give everyone a picture of what the wild card standings are looking like in the American league right now, there are three teams within a game. Of uh, Toronto to make it into the final wild spot, the White Sox, Twins, and half a game for the Baltimore Orioles. So it's crunch time. And I I guess my question is, how quickly can Ross Tripling get healthy and get back?
2: Because like, yeah, he, he's I believe he's pitching today.
1: is he pitching today? Did they announce that? I yeah, didn't see
2: that. I believe he's back to Anyways, because.
1: Let's be real here. The uh this team is uh I don't think we thought we'd be saying this at the beginning of the season, but this team needs him. They need him to log innings and they need him Oh, to definitely. Pitch. pitch good because I don't know. So like what is our rotation moving forward cuz I think you and me both agree that they can't roll with Kakuchi anymore.
2: Oh, no, definitely not. So I have...
1: you're, <clears throat> So you're going with Brios. Um well, Brio with Manoa, Gosman, Brios, Mitch White, and Ross
2: Stripling. Ugh. When you think about it, like those three, Ross Stripling and Mitch White as your fifth starter, I'll take it. I mean, they're all righties, but I'll take it. Like, well, not of the way that
1: Jose Brios is pitching right now.
2: Yeah. Looking at it from, you know, shut the stats down. I'm looking at this as... You know, a fan from, I don't know, Oakland. I'm an Oakland fan. I'm like, hey, the Jays have this rotation. On paper, looks freaking phenomenal. And then you go and look at the stats this year.
1: Yeah, but that's how teams lose in baseball. It's like on paper, they look good, but then
2: go into the playoffs and they can't get it done. Yeah, I think you know, the Jays really, 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 really need to count on Barrios being good in the playoffs or else then they are bleeped. They are bleeped. I'm not gonna because, say because like it. while
1: Gosman's been good, he hasn't been like crazy, like Cy Young contender
2: good. Well, he'll have those kind of outings and then he'll have good outings. I don't think like Gosman might have had one or two bad outings this year. He should yeah. he's been he's been good. We
0: well, he's paid, got
1: a, he's got a three year race, so yeah. We paid what we
2: got for, like we paid for what we, we got out of him. Absolutely, I couldn't agree a few more. And, you know, that's great. And Manoa is Manoa. He's going to keep being a dog, bro. He's unreal. Like, even yesterday, pitched out of a few jams. He always seems to be, I don't know, the Orioles seem to just, I don't know. I wouldn't say give him trouble because I saw him pitch like a 10 strikeout shutout earlier this year. But, I don't know. I I just, I like our rotation in the playoffs if Barrios can get his boop together. Hmm. I really like Mitch White. I, I'm just looking at his like I'm just looking at a list of our team right now and I I really did like that move but yeah, we definitely missed the deadline was a big miss. And speaking of the deadline, I I I honestly think <clears throat> the best deadline was had by the Baltimore Orioles. I think they had the best deadline out of anyone in baseball. They, they sold, sold and got got assets and they're still good. They they sold they, – they stuck to their plan. That's what I think. They sold their top assets. You know, Trey Mancini was gone. Uh, that that Everyone kind of knew that. And they sold uh, Jorge Lopez. You sell your two probably most valuable players, and they're still on the cusp of a wild card spot. And they're, they dropped their payroll and are now planning on – I believe the GM said significantly increasing – their payroll this winter so the Orioles are in one of the best spots in baseball I mean their their top prospects are rising through the ranks like it's nobody's business and uh it's impressive and speaking of this sorry I keep talking the MLB pipeline released their top new at top 100 yesterday guess who came in at number 34 Ricky Teetman is number 34 on MLB pipelines top 100 Wasn't even ranked before.
1: Well, it's deserved. He's been—I'm pretty sure he's had two outings in the in Double A right now with New Hampshire, and he's been pitching really well. So, yeah, I would—I wouldn't be surprised if he finished the year. Oh, I can I can I I ask you one more question uh, before we kind of wrap up the Blue Jays section of the podcast? Sure. What happens if the
2: Jays don't make the playoffs? Okay, people that I've talked to in various group chats and just like throughout Twitter and stuff like that. Come on my ass for this. Like come for me for this. I think Ross Atkins has to be gone. That's what I think. Like if, if we don't even make the playoffs, it's at that point where I'm like, get the sky out of my face. We need something else to change. Do you not but, give him one more
1: managerial hire and then can them if that doesn't work out?
2: I don't know. I don't know if the manager changes much. Like we we've seen that with John Schneider. What has it changed? Yeah. But I think if you have a full season with a team, it's different. Maybe. I don't know. I feel like it's either he makes it's either that or they make a big splash. Like they go again out after for someone else in free agency. Well, just because, like, when I think about this team, it's like, how much more can you add? The what they're missing is the left-handed bat. I feel like the left-handed power bat is the thing that is really bringing us. Then so why didn't you go out and get it with exactly Juan Soto? Exactly. At
1: that, we already talked about this last podcast. But at that price, we definitely could have had him.
2: <laughs> exactly. Russ Atkins' head is next, in my opinion.
1: Well, I, I was saying that when he fired Charlie Montoya. I'm like, all the eyes have to go to the front office now. Yeah, it's, it's up
2: to them. It's it's on them.
1: And I don't know if they've given... like, Were we naive to think that this was going to be a top flight team in the MLB? I don't think so.
2: That That's what makes it even more frustrating is that they should be. But they're not. Yeah. If you look at... Okay, Ryu doesn't go down and Barrios pitches to his career averages. This team is has six, seven, maybe eight more wins than we do right now.
1: Yeah, well, we we don't know that because Ryu has
2: struggled the last two years, even when healthy. True, but when he came back right before his final outing, he was decent and he was, you know, pitching. Whatever Ryu would have given us is better than what Kikuchi has given us all year. That's what I'm thinking. So, I don't know. I, th- I think, yeah, Ross's head's next. And uh, it, it's don't get me wrong. It's not all Russ Atkins fault. Like, sure, he could have done more at the deadline, but his his pitchers are also underperforming. So there's nothing he can do there. The, the, well, he, yeah, because these pitches were underperforming before the deadline. Yeah. And but when it comes down to it is. Same thing with with the managerial change The when it comes at the end of the day, it's the players who win the games, not the managers, not the head office. And
1: Russ yeah, Atkins but, has
2: set them up very, very well
1: to be Yeah, great but you team. also have to to say to yourself that at this deadline, if you were really, like, serious, if you really felt good about this team, you yeah. would have gone out to get a Frankie Montez or a Luis Castillo or as Noah Syndergaard at minimum, or, you know, I can go on and on, or a Juan Soto, like, yeah, but you, you didn't do any of that. Yeah. Not now. I'm not shitting on Anthony Bass and Zach Pop because they have played really good since joining the Jays. Yeah, I love and that Whit, trade. Whit Merrifield has been a great acquisition. Yep. But this team needed more, and they just they just didn't get it. Like if no. if Ross feels like this is his team, why didn't he go out and add more to it? Yeah. Add a starting pitcher because let's be real, he didn't give up much to get what he got. Yeah. Grossman obviously is gone now, but like he was kind of a prospect going down the rankings anyways. Yeah. So I don't know. I just think that, you know, I, I honestly even agree with you. Like if they don't make the playoffs, Ross Atkins is probably going to get fired.
2: That That's what that's what I would think. And I don't want to say hope because, you know, you don't hope for anyone to lose their job. But it's just. Yeah, it's. It feels like. I mean, we've only been in contention for what two, two years now, maybe three, and we haven't gotten anywhere. So you know, that's that's what I feel like is next.
1: But at the same point, it's like, is uh, is Mark Shapiro
2: really gonna fire his buddy? I think so. I think. at some point, he's going to get sick of stuff. And he answers to someone, too. He answers to the people writing down the paychecks for the team. So, you know, Ross Atkins, man, we're coming for you. I don't know. Speaking of people coming and attacking other people, the MOB attacked Fernando Tatis Jr. with an 80-game suspension. That was a terrible
1: transition. <laughs> that was such a stretch.
2: Yeah. It was pretty bad. But anyways, Tatis is gone for 80 games. How do you feel about that? Well, the Padres aren't going to be as good as we thought they were going to be. Yeah. Now they're kind of just back to where they were before the deadline. because And, and also,
1: having... Juan Soto is kind of like, pro- if you're Juan Soto, you got to kind of be like, what the fuck, man?
2: Like, what did I get myself into?
1: He was like, I came here to play with Fernando Tatis. And now I'm not going to play with him until next year. Well, yeah. do playoff games count towards the 80 games? No. So how many games are left in the season?
2: Uh, about forty. So he. So is, y- like, this is going to extend into next year. Yeah, it. I think he can return. It's like the second week of May or something. Yeah, so he's
1: going to miss the whole first month and a half of the season. Yeah. If granted, you know, heaven forbid, forbid, we don't have any like lockout shit or anything happen this off season. Hopefully not. Yeah, I don't because- think there's anything. Because there's still some stuff in the air with the uh, international draft. But, anyways, and I then trying to figure out. That, that stuff
2: out. got settled because the, they brought back the qualifying offer. That's staying. Mm. Anyways, so we'll figure it out later. But um, yeah, what also sucks is he's going to miss the World Baseball Classic. He can't play in that either. So, yeah. And who knows when that's going to come back if it's going to be a yearly thing or every whatever years. The Padres seem to not be able to get a break. No, they can't catch a break. And it, it kind of feels like I've said this for a couple of years now. The Padres and the Jays feel like twins in different uh, NL, AL. Like, it feels like they're following similar paths. Underperforming. Well, I think the
1: the Padres – the Jays can be the Padres in a couple of years because the Padres have been in contention for a lot longer than
2: Jays have been. Yeah, but, I mean – the only problem is I'm, I'm pretty sure they're, like, 20 games back of the division because the Dodgers are playing so well with Joey Gallo. I'm going to check.
1: Yeah. Well, I have it up. Give me one second. I'll pull it up right now. It's pretty mm-hmm. remarkable, like, how much they've fallen apart. Uh, how 17. consistently good the, the Dodgers are. The
2: Dodgers have lost 35 games. That's it. Mm-hmm. They're also, take 35. in that
1: San Diego is in the last
2: wildcard spot. Yeah. They've won 80 games, man. That's 19 more than us.
0: That yep. is insane. That is absolutely remarkable.
2: I would love for this offseason, speaking of offseason changes. I would love for the divisional changes to be uh, brought up, hopefully. In what sense? Well, there have been talk, like I've uh, read articles, listened to podcasts that, you know, there's plans to change the divisions again because the alignments don't really make any sense. And, you know, that would probably entail the Jays being in a division with Detroit, maybe Cleveland or something. Uh, well, don't,
1: I think the AL East makes
2: sense now. Yeah. I don't know. I think, I think Detroit and Toronto will be in the same division next time they get changed. And I think it's going to get changed pretty soon.
1: I don't know. I think it makes sense besides Florida for all those teams to be playing against each other. Yeah. And, and at that point, are we breaking up national league and American league?
2: I think they are going to get rid of that. I don't know. There's a lot to talk about. It's going to be an interesting offseason. I feel like a uh, lot of stuff's going to come out. Anyways, back to Tati's because we're getting
1: off topic. <laughs> yeah. Facts. Uh, this has got to be drugs from him trying to, from what I've read, it's, it's usually what players use for recovery purposes. Yeah. So I guess he just, you know,
2: I don't know, like he was trying to use it to get back quicker and then he. No, it was, uh, it was a drug inside of, um, a certain drug inside of something he took to get rid of ringworm that he got from a haircut which sounds like the, the most bull excuse I've like, ever heard.
1: I don't know if I buy that. I feel like he was just using that drug to get ready to get back for the season to
2: get back quicker. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what happened, but, and I, I don't know. It just doesn't make any sense. Like I I saw the, the A-Rod thing on, I think it was the Yankees broadcast or something where he said he was hoping players would learn from his mistakes and like clearly not like, I don't I don't even care that Tatis has been out all year. Like, I know he's been injured, bro. But, like, if you're taking those kind of drugs to get back faster, like, you're probably just increasing the risk of re-injury. Like, I'm not sure how it works, but that sounds, like, about right, no? Yeah. From a non-doctor, that sounds about right. Yeah. Like, I'm not sure about all that stuff, but, man – it just sucks. It sucks for baseball. It sucks for Tatis. It sucks for the Padres. But, you know, you get what you get and you don't get upset.
1: Yeah, also, like you were saying before, to kind of segue to another MLB story, shout out Joey Gallo. So that yeah. guy had a rough go in New York, and
2: he's showing that, you know, New York's not for everyone, man. No, definitely. So is Andrew Bentendi. He's playing, like, pretty poo-poo, from what I understand. So...
1: Good for him for, you know, obviously he's not being a world beater right now, but. But he's
2: hitting balls out of the park, which is, you know, what the Yankees wanted him to do.
1: 260 average, you know, you take that out of a major league player every day.
2: Yeah. Left-handed power bat.
1: And the Dodgers just keep on getting better. Keep on
2: keeping on. Do you? Yeah, it's just, it's. It's, I don't understand how they do it. The Jays could get there at some point. They could, but who knows if they will with good old Ross. That's my middle name. Good old Tyler
1: Ross Prosek. That's correct. I'm trying to like. I don't know. I just think going. Like going on. This point of, you know, oh, the Padres are now going to challenge the Dodgers. Obviously, that's not happening anymore. Dodgers are
2: not even close.
1: I don't know. Who do you have? Dodgers or Braves? Because
0: the I think Braves, the Braves have really been
2: turning it on. <sighs> I don't know, bro. And their whole team is locked up until like 20,450. They're all locked up so long. Hashtag Freddie Friedman revenge tour. I think who, who, uh, May, oh, that would be, oh my gosh. If the NLCS was Braves and Dodgers, that would probably be one of the best series like ever.
1: And hopefully makes- hopefully Freddie Friedman comes back to play for Team Canada again for this World Baseball Classic.
2: I think the team's going to be pretty good if we if we want to
1: wrap so stuff it, up there. So is... is Okay, we can do that. Give me one second. But yeah, like if Freddie Friedman makes this team, it's going to be one of those teams... Like, it's going to be an interesting team because you also could get Vlad to join the team. I know that... I Hermano have... And Sorokin and Friedman have been talking about, hey, we need to persuade Vlad to play for Team Canada.
2: Well, Romano's playing for Team Italy. He's not even playing for Canada.
1: I hope he plays for Canada. I don't know. Why would he play for Italy?
2: He already committed to Italy because uh, Canada wouldn't uh, – they wouldn't uh, allow him to play or something. Or He didn't make the team a couple of years ago, so Romano sticks with Italy now.
1: Uh, I don't know. I think he... – Things can change. I don't know if he's committed,
2: committed to Italy because I haven't seen anything yet. So, here, 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 here's the Canadians that so far could be on the team, and there, I'm sure there's there's more in the minors that we don't know about. But here are some notable Canadians that should be on uh, on Team Canada come to World Baseball Classic. You ready for this? Okay. Yeah. So we've got Matt Brash. He's a pitcher for the Mariners. Uh-huh. We've got Vladdy. Otto Lopez, which is in the J, he is in the J system. Josh Naylor, Tyler O'Neill, James Paxton, Cal Quantrill, Zach Pop, Nick Pavetta, Mike Soroka, Abraham Toro, R- uh, Rowan Wick, and Joey Votto.
1: A lot of a lot of pitching depth.
2: So yeah, the pitching depth, you know, not terrible. They could have a good few starters Pavetta Quantrill and Soroka and you know Paxton is their fourth in there or Pavetta yeah so they got they got some good starters um the bullpen will get filled in probably by a bunch of Canadian minor leaguers and then Zach Pop is in there as well but yeah, their, linea- then, their lineup isn't going to be bad like your
1: your outfield's gonna be Tyler O'Neill Josh Naylor and someone else
2: Well, Josh Naylor probably doesn't really play the outfield anymore since his injury. He usually just plays second base or uh, first now. Uh, I swear when the Jays were playing, um, he was playing outfield. He doesn't play it as much, but maybe he will for Canada, but probably because we're so log jammed in the infield. But I don't know. Otto Lopez will probably play third or short, maybe.
1: Or, well, if say let's say Freddie Freeman makes the team. Does Vlad move over
2: to third for the World Baseball Classic? probably i would say so well they'll have a dh as well so they could split time there i don't know it's exciting though the team's not going to be terrible they they're not going to be great but they're not going to be terrible no they probably won't they definitely won't win but they'll be good no the, the, every single player on the team would have to be playing their best baseball oh 100% but well i mean I if
1: well i mean if you have a lineup where it's like I don't know, like Tyler O'Neill, who's having a good year for the Cardinals. Vlad, uh, Freddie Freeman, like that's already a pretty good lineup.
2: Yeah, no, they're going to be a slow team, though. I mean, if Joey Votto's in there as well, they're going to be pretty slow. But, you know, you, ha- you have that. I'd say their top five, six batters is going to be a great lineup. And then, you know, it might drop off a bit. But it's exciting. I'm I'm really excited for World Baseball Classic this year. Or, yeah. I guess next year.
1: Also, we need to get the World Baseball Classic to have one of its uh, host cities be in
2: Canada next time. I know.
1: Whether that's in Vancouver or in Toronto, like it needs to happen.
2: Especially with the, J- the um, Roger Center renovations, I feel like a lot more events could be, uh, could be coming up here. Possible like, yeah. All-Star game? 2027? Question mark?
1: Um, one other Sorry. thing I wanted to bring up if we're talking about Canada uh, baseball... Yep. Is that the T12 tournament, which the Jays used to host, uh, was put on pause because of the pandemic, obviously, but they're bringing it back this year. So some of the best high school talent in the country will be um, playing in a tournament to showcase their talents to colleges and MLB scouts uh, this September. So looking forward to that. I'm pretty sure it's called the uh, Canadian Prospect Challenge now. I can yeah, double check that. that. But' Something like that it's in Ottawa this year because of the stupid weekend and him bringing back his concert because of the cancellations, but it will be back and uh it'll be interesting to see like a lot of great players have played in these tournaments, like like Bavetta, Soroka, Zach pop, um, um Toro, like a lot of those guys have played in this tournament, so it's kind of a look into what's next in Canada baseball,
2: yeah. It's exciting. I mean, I wish it was in Toronto, so I don't think it's open to the public. I don't think so. Maybe mm-hmm. it, is.
1: it is. I don't know if it is open to the public, but it is also in Ottawa. So, I mean, if you're in the Ottawa area, look into it, but
2: yeah. No, it's yeah. exciting. Baseball Canada is, is you know, rising pretty quickly. I feel like every year we're seeing new Canadians join the MLB and, and not, not even like just pushovers, like some good MLB players. 100 percent it's awesome
1: as the can of futures showcase is the name of it and it'll be happening in ottawa so make sure to uh stay tuned for that hopefully you know there's some good things coming out with that and um we'll you'll get to hear about the future of canada basketball or canada baseball sorry
2: yeah very exciting
1: all right and so now it's that time of the episode it's tyler's favorite time of the episode it's plug time so tyler go ahead uh let everyone know where they can find you and tell them what you
2: got to plug. Yeah. Uh you can follow me, of course. Um on Twitter at Prospect Tyler, P R O C Y K Tyler. You can also follow me on Instagram, t underscore for a bunch of OTL updates, personal updates. You know, just come say hi. I'm friendly. Um, but also we got uh we got some articles coming out. They're supposed to be today, but I had to move stuff around first some specific a uh, bunch of stuff going on but uh, anyways we got some articles coming out you know in the next little while that you should definitely check out uh Braden's zahn is taking a look at the blue jays farm system after you know the deadline you know a couple of weeks ago he's taking a look at the farm system and what the jays have uh going on throughout the system and then we've also got our new writer for baseball christian is going to be taking a look at why the new york mets are legit legit uh, contenders to win the world series this year. So I'm excited to read that and you should be too and check it out when, it, when it's out.
1: Perfect. And as always, you can find me on Instagram at CMartin2292 as well on Twitter at C, um, sorry, CMartin387. Um, as for me, we're working on some stuff at OTL that I can't really talk about right now, but just stay tuned in the next couple of weeks and that'll be getting to you shortly. Um, we're doing our off-season reviews for the NHL. So check that out. Tyler is gonna have an article coming out for that. I will have an article coming out as well as all of our um, hockey writers. So make sure to check that out. But I think it's gonna do it for me. And that's gonna do it for us. So thank you for listening. Um make sure to check out check us out anywhere you listen to podcasts. You can follow us on social media at OTL Sports CA to find out everything to do with this podcast. As well, check out our new YouTube channel, Overline Entertainment. So we'll see you around and have a great week, guys. Oh, Go Jays.
3: I live my life at least a hundred times. Never got it down right. Play this song once or twice. I've been trying to find my life. Tight. this kind of light isn't so bright. Close my eyes and I lose my sight. I just wanna say goodbye, bye. I'm to
0: in this game,